Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Tryhards Podcast, Season 2, Episode 4. This episode is called What We've Learned in the First Year of Business. My name is Maddie Thompson. And I'm Bella Rookley. Thank you for joining us. So today's podcast is just going to be us talking about what we've learned in our first year of entrepreneurship and business ownership. So, I mean, I guess we can start with Maddie because you've had your business for a little longer than I have. Yeah, so I wrote down some key points of kind of, not really tips, but just things that I've learned and things that now I want to to keep, to be aware of as I go forward with my business and just as I go forward in life. So the first one I wrote down is keep your eyes open for new opportunities. And I think that new opportunities are crucial and a lot of the time people think opportunities are just going to come to them right when you actually have to go out and get them you have to make sure you're putting yourself out there to go and get them a lot of people are just think that things are going to happen for them and they just think that they can sit and an opportunity may present itself to them but the truth is you have to work hard and you have to always be going out and scouting those opportunities going after them if you listen to our past podcast I talked a bit about my experience with triple flip and how when I was 13 I was already going out and looking for opportunities right I went out and I direct messaged a bunch of businesses. Usually people don't think to do that, but you're not going to get opportunities unless you try. I would say that that is a great way to start <laughs> off this, this episode. Um, I guess one of the most common um, things that I've been speaking about in the previous episodes this season has been about confidence. And I think that one of the biggest things that I've learned over the year is fake it until you make it. Um, You were talking about opportunity and you had basically shown me what was right in front of me because I had built a website for Arabella Aesthetics and you said, Bella, you want to start a digital services business and you know how to build websites. Like, hello, there is your opportunity. So it was just about looking at it, taking a different perspective. For sure. And then I guess that also goes into a point about having open communication and expanding your network and always asking questions and not being afraid to ask for input and take criticism and not being afraid to ask for help is another big thing. Mm -hmm. I think that for a long time I was like absolutely terrified thinking that if I were to ask for help or say, hey, I don't know how to do this, it would be like the end of the world if I were like, hey, Maddie, I don't know how to use Calendly, then you would judge me for the rest of my life. (laughs) Never. It doesn't work that way. That's not life. Everybody has to learn these skills. And so I think that um, if someone were to come to me, I definitely wouldn't be judgmental of them not knowing how to do something. And so I think that that was just sort of a change in mindset that I needed to adapt to. Mm -hmm. And then... uh, Yeah, Yeah, for sure. So my next point would be surround yourself with the right people. And this can go two ways. This can go in the way of building a team for your business and the actual systems within who you're hiring. And it also relates to who you surround yourself with in a friend scenario, right? And you may hear this term. I hear it more and more 
quality over quantity, right? Lots of people are so hell-bent on having a huge amount of friends. I feel like we grow up in high school like this. You know, you want to be popular. You want to have all these friends, be invited to all these parties. But all are all of those friends really quality, right? Can you have deep conversations with those people? Because I guarantee you probably can't with any. So quality over quantity for sure. And who you surround yourself with really dictates how you spend your time, your ambitions. If you're hanging out with someone who only cares about going to the bar, getting drunk, and spending $100 every time, well, that's probably what you're going to do as well. Yeah, it's still fun to go to the bar. I go to the bar. Bella goes to the bar. We go to the bar together. Yeah, but it's not every weekend. It's not like we're trying to, you know go crazy yeah are you are you crazy like could you imagine us trying to even fit that into our schedule right no because we value other things we really value our entrepreneurship and we value having a deeper connection not only a connection of going and partying but a connection of having those those conversations and building businesses together and that sort of thing so the way that you choose who you're hanging out with and who you're hiring is so important to build your character and I've yeah I've learned that that's a pretty important thing to me well yeah and that's sort of like the other um saying that I hear a lot on the internet which is show me your friends and I'll show you your future yeah and I think that once I sort of I think that the pandemic was actually really helpful in sort of helping me realize who's worth keeping and who's worth letting go Mm -hmm. and it's not that I like intentionally said okay well this is my chance to ghost this person but it did definitely test some of my friendships and I really only stayed connected or reconnected with people that I thought really benefited my life yeah and it's also interesting to see like who connected with you right not only who did you connect with but who even cared enough to reach out to you yeah, that was another big thing. I think that actually, like, we were friends before the pandem- pandemic, but I think, like, our podcast started in the pandemic. And, I mean, I know that it wasn't ever inspired by the pandemic, but it was sort of, like, something that... It kept us connected. It, it, it connected yeah. us. It, it kept us connected. And, you know, me reaching out to you about the business also had nothing to do with the pandemic, other than the fact that I um, couldn't work anywhere else and mm-hmm. I wanted to have a job. And so I think that in that way, just the test from the pandemic to see like to, it was challenging my own ability to innovate in a way that I was comfortable with, you know, finding my own groove with the business. And then it sort of pushed me to stay connected to you, mm-hmm. which evidently proved to be a good choice (laughs) (laughs) well thank you I'm happy you feel that way yeah Uh, okay I can talk about my next or was that my point that was my point that was your point your point now so my next point was about time management ironically (laughs) (laughs) and so I think that time management was another big one for me um in previous episodes you've heard Maddie and I talk about how we have had to balance a vast array of different commitments and so for me I guess one of the biggest examples of me figuring out my time management was when I left my job 
and went out on my own, it was because I didn't feel like I could dedicate enough time to school and my business and my job all at the same time. And I felt like I owed it to myself to reprioritize and I also owed it to my job to just be forthcoming with how I was feeling. Mm-hmm. And it was it was a great transition. Like they were super supportive and understanding. But I think that it really comes back to like I had a contract and I had to meet in a certain I had to meet a certain amount of hours and I just recurrently wasn't making it easily. And so I just had to reprioritize. And so then also it's like in a previous episode, I also spoke about how I love m- making spreadsheets and balancing out my life that way. Mm-hmm. It's finding a way to organize your life that works for you. Yeah. What works for you, Maddie? <laughs> how, do you, how do you stay well, on top of it? I mean, I don't really have a life other than Spark. Like, it's nice to have the flexibility, right? Yesterday, I I modded a golf cart with my mom. So (laughs) I do other things. And, you know, I I really prioritize making time to hang out with close friends. Like, you and Mia, that's super important to me to make that time to hang out with them. Because I don't want to just be... Not that I'm a loner, but, like, I don't want to just not ever hang out with anybody, right? And those, those friendships are super important to me. So like, as, as I mentioned before, the whole, the whole part about surrounding yourself with the right people is important to schedule into my time management. But right now I'm at that grind time where if I'm not, if I'm not hanging out with friends, I am working. Well, and I think that us is a really good example of time management and knowing who's worth keeping in your life because we although this isn't technically work this is very valuable time that we're spending together Mm -hmm. and it's also intentional time I think that setting intentions is another really big one goal setting and setting intentions short and long term are huge and I think that Um, you need to find a way to actually identify what your goals are in order to stay consistent with them. Mm -hmm. Intentions could be a whole podcast episode in itself. Comment below if you want us to do (laughs) an episode on intentions. I mean, everything needs intention. Um, when I was in, when I was in architecture school, my, my prof would be like, Everybody is going to think, why? Why should I care? When we were presenting our our projects, that was his big thing. Why should I care, right? And we needed to find that why, and we needed to find that intention. And that goes for everything, right? Not only business, but not only friendship. Yeah, absolutely everything. Once you know the value of your time, everything that you do becomes something that subconsciously is intentional Mm -hmm. and you question why am I doing this why am I scrolling through these Instagram reels why am I going out with these friends why am I you know watching this tv show why am I reading this book there's you're always doing something with your time even if what you're doing is nothing and once you can actually come up with an intention for the tasks that you're doing Mm-hmm. I think that that is a really big part of reprioritizing. Yeah, if you can't find a why, then it's not worth your time. 
pretty much. Exactly. <laughs> like, then there's just no point. Uh, one of my other points is set your own trends. I think a lot of the time as business owners, we follow trends, right? We, we follow what others are doing, but it's also important to set our own trends and to be different, right? To have that unique selling point and to not just, like, I like to to go and create other reels that people have been doing, right? That sort of thing. Not only in a content sense, but even just in a in a system sense and how you're running your business. We all follow a, a trend of how it's done. And I think that everybody does it differently. And that's one, that's something that's really come to light for me. I've looked at other ways that people have ran their businesses, people have done social media management, and I found a way that works for me, and it's a little bit different than what others do, but it works for me, right? So I'm just setting my own way and my own path for it. Yeah, exactly. I think that a good one to jump off of that with is um, one of the lessons that I learned was uh, learning how to market my business. And so I think like in a previous podcast episode, we were literally just talking about this and how um, Maddie wasn't really being all that authentic right at the beginning. But I was being authentic, but I I was using the term we instead of I when it was just me. Yeah, go yes. back and watch that episode if you haven't. Saying because, I wasn't authentic yeah. is wrong. Yeah, you but can't. I know, yeah. yeah, don't take that out of context. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, um, I guess one of the things that I think is super important is making sure that your anticipations for your business are congruent with your positioning statement or mm-hmm. whatever your um, purpose is for your business making sure that you stay consistent with that. That is the best way in to market your business is to make sure that you are on trend with yourself. Mm-hmm. Staying authentic, that is the best way to grab people's attention and keep it. Yeah, because if you have a different message from your website compared to LinkedIn, compared to your TikTok, well, it it's not going to make any sense. It's all got to be cohesive and it all has to seem real. Yeah. And then another thing would about that would be being transparent. So like not withholding any terrible truths about your business. Like if you can't do something, don't market that you can. Mm-hmm. Or like uh, another thing I was listening to a Grant Cardone thing not too long ago. And he was talking about how whenever he has an idea the first thing that he does is he starts talking to his team about it and they get a landing page up right for that idea before they even actually have something up. They make a landing page for that idea and then basically they start with like a networking link. So so like he was saying that uh, he would make, uh, put your email here if you want to learn more and basically mm-hmm. it would just be like a very brief explanation of what the idea is but it's extremely transparent in the sense that it says this is just an idea we'll reach out to you once we've figured it out but just so you know we are working on something and Mm -hmm. so I guess in a different sense it's like when you're doing um an update like when you're expanding your your business and you want to you know make it known hey we're expanding our services Mm -hmm. don't say hey we offer this say hey we're going to 
Right. Just that is that consistency is that honesty that I think lots of consumers are looking for, especially with smaller businesses, because it's about building that trust. Yeah. And I wish that I would have known that because I think that when I was building my website and when I was first trying to market myself face to face with people, I was trying to talk so big like I knew everything and I don't. And I think that just sort of like swallowing my pride a little bit and admitting that I was still learning was super important. Mm-hmm. For sure. I feel that. Yeah. The, the ta- yeah. yeah. Well, I, I was afraid than... that people were going to start hating, you know, being mm-hmm. like, oh, she doesn't know her stuff. Well, especially because we're so young and there's that ageism factor. Oh, that too. Definitely. <laughs> That's a whole nother thing. Um, forget the haters. So that's huge. Everybody cares so much about what people think, right? You even mentioned that you didn't tell your family about your business when you started it. And, you know, really just do what makes you happy and don't care what others think. It's easier said than done because I feel like I've been preaching this forever and I finally figured it out this past year and I just, I don't give two shits anymore, but just forget them. Really, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. They're not going to remember you. They are so focused on themselves, right? And if they're that focused on you, then they're, you're obviously doing something that's making an impact, right? If they're focusing on you, you are making an impact, which in the end is a plus. Oh, absolutely. I think that almost even sort of ties back into what I was saying before about like, just, just cut the shit. You are who you are, Mm -hmm. and your business is where it is, so don't lie about that. And if anybody has an issue saying, oh, well, I wish you had more experience, okay, go find someone else. (laughs) Right. This is a very crowded market space. I don't need to take on every single person that needs a website. I could not, literally could not do that. Well, you want to make sure it's a good fit or it's not worth any of your time. Yeah, you need like that's one of the things that I'm learning now is I don't need to take on every single contract that comes my way. Mm-hmm. If I don't think that I'm capable of doing it, I can just say no. Right. I learned that the hard way and you know that was a really tough thing for me, but um now that I've sort of come to realize that I can't do everything, accepting that was huge. And then I guess that sort of ties into my last point, which is knowing when the time is right for you. And so knowing when the time is right for you, like that statement to me, it can mean so many different things. So for our listeners, um, anybody who's thinking about starting a business or is just starting one, knowing when the time is right to start a business can be a pretty scary thing. Like, Honestly, there's not really going to be an aha moment until after you've already thrown yourself into what you want to do. You may be thinking, oh, well, I want to start a business, you know, buying furniture and refurbishing it and selling it. I just, I was actually speaking to a friend about that the other day and they were saying, yeah, but I just don't know what, what, when the time is going to be right. And I said, what do you you think that the furniture is going to come to you and say, (laughs) okay, time to repaint me no if you want to do it just do it like nike <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think we've referred to nike so many times and we've done that twice already <laughs> yeah oh my goodness um that's consistency for you yep 
but then also knowing when the time is right for expanding and learning and changing things. So changing my business systems. I changed my business systems four times already. And it's only been a year with Brooklyn Network. And I think that it was knowing when I was able to actually sit down and reevaluate my systems. Not every time is the right time. I needed to actually have enough hours in a day to sit down and focus on my business systems. I couldn't do that during finals. I couldn't even do that during the beginning of a semester. And so now that I'm coming into a very slow semester with just one course, the time is right for me right now to start expanding and also to start learning again. So I'm taking another course right now. So technically I'm taking two courses, but one of them is for my business. But I've been manifesting this course for like probably three months because I was projecting it, manifesting it. And then also... I guess the last thing that I could say is knowing when the right time to quit is. Mm -hmm. And so that's not even necessarily just quitting your business and giving up, but also like knowing when the right time is to quit doing little things in your business when, oh, well, maybe this service isn't working out. Maybe this product isn't working. Maybe it's time for me to go out on my own and just be an entrepreneur, quit the day job. Maybe it's the right time to drop out of school. Maybe it's the right time to go back to school. Whatever it is, timing is everything. And just keeping your eyes open so that you're aware of what is around you and knowing what you're meant to be doing is a super powerful thing once you can actually open your eyes and be aware of it and know it's your aha moment. You got to be looking for your aha moment. Aha. Aha water. (laughs) I think that's a great way to end this off. I think so too. Check our cute asses out on Instagram at the Tryhards podcast. Be sure to follow Bella and I also and our businesses linked in the caption. See you next time. Bye. Bye.